Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gay Men Going Deeper. This is a podcast series by the Gay Men's Brotherhood, where we talk about personal development, mental health, and sexuality. Today, I am your host. My name is Michael Diario, and I have a very, very personal episode lined up for you today. This month in the Gay Men's Brotherhood, we are talking all about romantic relationships. So I thought this was a perfect time to give you guys out there a sneak peek into my own romantic relationship. So my guest today is none other than the man who is the catalyst for my own growth in life and in relationships. He's the kindest person I know and also the biggest pain in my ass. And he just so happens to be my partner. Star, say hello. Hello, everyone. Okay, fun fact, guys, this might not be the first time you've heard Star and I speak. We did an episode, uh, our very first episode uh, was exactly a year ago. Uh, episode number 20 called Love, Intimacy, and Connection, Behind the Scenes of a Modern Gay Relationship. So for those of you who listened back then, think of today's episode as a bit of a check-in. For those of you who are new um, and didn't listen to that episode, go check it out after this one. Uh, But uh, this is actually Star's second appearance on our podcast. (laughs) So today, guys, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to let you in behind the scenes of our relationship just a little bit. Uh, We're going to talk about what we've learned about ourselves. That's the main focus today. Uh, We're going to talk about what we've learned about each other and how we've both grown through relationships. So our hope for you today is that for those of you who uh, are in relationship, or even if you're not, um, the valuable lessons that we can learn through each other in relationships. So some things that have changed since our last or our first episode, uh, Star and I have actually moved in together since then. Uh, He has started a new job and we are currently in sunny Puerto Vallarta. We've been here for an entire month, uh, which was, I would say, the best decision we've made. Um, And we're still here. We are going to stick around for a little bit longer because we decided to do that. (laughs) We actually got COVID. So that uh, helped in the decision making. So that actually helped in the decision making. So we are currently going to be sticking around for a little bit longer. And then we'll be back in Toronto soon. Okay. So we are going to talk uh, about a couple things in particular. We're going to share, you know, what we think makes a strong relationship, um, some of the challenges that we face and how we overcome them. And uh, we're going to have some fun along the way. So why don't we start off with the very first question uh, that we asked in the Gay Men's Brotherhood. So for those of you who are in the Facebook group, uh, we asked this, what are three traits of a strong relationship? So I want to start there. And Star, you can go first. Okay. Well, before we get to that, can I interject and ask you, Michael, a question? Yes, maybe. Okay. You're, I would say you're the realist in the relationship. You're sure. more the realist. Okay. Uh, did you foresee us lasting this long? No. <laughs> I did not. Uh, that's the honest truth. <laughs> uh, no, only because, I mean, I don't think too far into the future anyway. Um, I don't expect too much. Yeah, I yeah. like to I like to keep things as like, you never know. I think that keeps me open to possibilities. And I guess it took the pressure off the expectations of the, of the relationship, right? Just yeah, go I, with the flow. Yes, which is yeah. very taking taking it day by day. I mean, obviously yeah. planning for the future, right, right. but also but not, fun, not yeah. expecting it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's nice. And and we we were together during COVID. We got together during COVID. Uh, we spent lockdown together. Uh, that, the first the first episode we talked a lot about that, how we were managing that. And so, I mean, I didn't know what was going to happen outside of COVID. I was like, I don't know if this relationship can stand regular life, quote unquote, whatever that looks like. And you know, luckily here we are. So yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> to answer your question, yeah. I would say the three points for me are the three C's. Communication, yeah. compassion, and compromise. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to... Yes. People, okay. Uh, communication, I think it's the root of every successful relationship. Like if there's no communication, you are speaking two different languages and there's nothing that can get done. I know sometimes we do feel that we're speaking two different languages at times. We are. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah we are. But I, I think at the end of the day, we both uh, are cognizant that communication skill is very important and we yeah. do our best to actively communicate better and even alter our communication styles to match the other person so that we are understood by our partners. I think that's been our biggest challenge by yeah. far. Yeah. By far. We, we have challenges, which we'll talk about in this episode, but that for me has been my biggest personal challenge is mm-hmm. like learning how to yeah. communicate my own needs in a way that you'll understand them and also Same hearing yeah. what you need without yeah. my bias and without yeah. my own filters and narratives coming through. That's true. Or the other ones? Compassion? Uh, com- yeah, compassion. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that we need to have <laughs> compassion in a relationship, yeah. especially where uh, there may be times of broken communication and people, you have two different individuals on two different uh, paths or playing fields that one says compassion involved and you understand, okay, why my partner's saying or understanding something in a way that I may not say or understand it, I could have compassion for him and through it, you know, I wouldn't be a bitch to him, you know? So Would you say that I'm compassionate? I think that you've gotten a lot <laughs> further along than where we met. Like when we started dating was a challenge, yeah. I would say, but now you've grown leaps and bounds and that feel like amazing. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's nice to get that acknowledgement. <laughs> and just in case everyone was listening to us, so we have proof. Yes. And my final thing was yeah. compromise. Uh, I think that a relationship you need to compromise. I yes. mean, it's not just uh, you and a me anymore. It's an us sometimes, yeah. and I think we need to be mindful of that, and you know, not bend backwards always to a partner, but have flexibility at least. So let me ask you a follow-up question. How do you know when you're compromising versus when you're settling or when you're not compromising? Uh, I ask myself, like, I've learned self-talk from the best, (laughs) I would say. (laughs) And I ask myself that same question. Like, if you need something of me or uh, we're in a situation where you prefer something and I don't necessarily prefer it, I ask myself, okay, is this something I can live with or live without? Am I able to compromise or is this part of my core values that is being infringed on? And uh, yeah, lots of times it's a compromise that I think I could uh, easily change, easily do. I think, I'll be honest, I think you're probably a little bit historically been better at compromising than me. Right. Only because I think I have such, I'm very... Uh, independent and strong yes those are good words we'll leave it at that yes i'm very independent i'm very strong i know what i want and i don't um i guess i don't often leave room for negotiation but i will i I can't compromise yes yes and again that's another thing that you've grown leaps and bounds from when we first started dating as well so i'll give you props there as well thank you i love this this is all like gonna be documented i'm gonna remember this forever okay mine are uh open and honest communication 
no matter how <laughs> scary it is. So I think communication is, and we're going to talk about that for sure uh, today. Uh, I think the, the emphasis on the no matter how scary it is, is really important because <clears throat> oftentimes communicating, um, it sounds nice, of course, but it can be very scary. There's lots of reasons why we might not want to communicate authentically how we feel or what our needs are. And so uh, for me, being able to vulnerably tell your partner or anyone really anyone that you're in a relationship with uh how you feel how you feel about them how you feel about what you need what your desires are all of that um having the courage to to speak your truth i think really makes a relationship go far um the second thing is a shared vision for the future that we are both excited about um for me personally that's something that is a must in any relationship um, and you know for us that looks like talking about our future even though we just kind of said we don't think too far into the future but having shared goals like if, if I know that I want my life to look you know a certain way if he doesn't want that then we're not we're, we're paddling in the opposite direction we're not going to get anywhere um, so having that shared vision I think is really helpful and that's exciting it keeps us excited for more and excited for what's next uh, and that eagerness and excitement for the future keeps us working together which is really nice and then finally I would say a commitment to growth over perfection uh, that's that's very important because when you can be in a relationship where growth is the um top value rather than trying to be perfect. Uh, it makes things a lot more fun, first of all, and it also makes things a bit easier because you allow each other uh, a little bit of room to grow. And where, where you allow each other room to grow means you allow each other to make mistakes and you kind of hold each other through it. And if you're both committed to individual growth and growth in the relationship, it could be a really, really fun place to be. And instead, like, you know, like in my previous relationship, I felt like I had to be this version of myself that he would love and so uh that's not the case now and i'm like listen this is who i am and it's not always going to be pretty but you know i hope you i hope you will stay with me and you know hold my hand through it and vice versa yeah and i think that was one of our main points when we started dating or chatting i guess uh it was my uh, what i told you i said you know be yourself yes like I always like to say, show me your fangs or I'll love you through it, you know, meaning just be authentically you. I showed him my fangs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. And you're still here. Yes. And for a point that you just made, I, I must admit that it wasn't something that I would think of outside of a relationship, which is the growth. Mm -hmm. It's not something I thought of before, but coming into this relationship and realizing just how far and how much I've grown through this short space of time yes it's now like a focal point for me so tell us about that that's that's actually a great question how have you evolved through this relationship oh wow um <laughs> uh, i would have to say um a lot of self-talking and self-processing uh, my mental chatter you know, it's not something I would have done before. And I identify so much about myself that I didn't even realize it's small things like uh, ego, my ego, you know, I, I had no idea I had an issue with it or, or, you know, I was at odds with it. But can I just ask you what that, so what, what did that mean exactly? Like, how did that show up? I think for, for the person out there who might not know what, what having an issue with your ego is, like, how did that show up in our relationship as an issue? Okay. Um, Okay, so for instance, let's say that we had an, an, 
a disagreement with what to do today, for example. Like you want to go to the beach and I want to stay home and knit, <laughs> you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and, and in that argument, you probably would have said something that would trigger my uh, sensitive self, you know, and for me, that would have, before it would have meant, okay, I have to stay angry, show him that I'm angry, show him that I'm hurt, you know, and kick a fuss and then we'll end up staying home and knitting anyway. <laughs> um, and what I've learned is to talk, into my, to talk to myself and listen to that self-talk first, yeah. be conscious of the narrative and that conversation you have playing in your mind and have the capacity and ability to tell yourself, hey, snap out of it. Like what stupidness you're talking about? You know, this is not you. And, you know, just take that breath and take that chance to recoup, regroup, and then come up with a, a better response that wouldn't, you know, ruin our entire day. We still get to go to the beach. Yeah. And it's when we come home. Yeah. 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 It's that compromise going back to your yeah. earlier point. Yeah. Okay. Solid. Oh, by the way, I don't knit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where does knitting come from? I don't from? know. I just came baking, maybe. Or cake. Baking. Yes. Baking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I want to answer that question. So how has our relationship evolved since last year? I think that that is a big piece of it. I think what you said in the, your, your three C's, all, all three of them, I think have been for me, uh, big areas of growth, communicating specifically, um, in that what I've learned is how to communicate in a way that's going to get the best result for both of us, mm -hmm. like the best outcome, is right. what I want to say. So if I want the outcome to be a, a loving, peaceful, happy relationship, which luckily we want the same outcome, then what I've learned is, okay, communicating the way Michael wants to communicate is not going to get me very far because I, I am very direct. I like a direct approach um, and I can be sometimes... Uh, what would you say? Like a little sharp around the edges, a little sharp around the edges, <laughs> um, which I've learned this is not, it's not going to get us any further. So what I've learned to do is, okay, how does star need me to communicate? And of course, still, you know, making sure that my, like still making sure that my needs are being communicated, but just the way in which they're being communicated, there's a lot more flexibility that were that, that has been so, so helpful for me. Um, yeah. That's probably my biggest. Yes. In terms of how our relationship has evolved together. So I think before we go further, we should indicate the way that we see relationships and the way that I would advocate for seeing relationships is there's Michael, whole, wonderful, beautiful individual on his own. There's Star, perfect, beautiful, wonderful, whole individual all on his own. And then we have this shared thing called a relationship thank you for the visual uh we have this the shared relationship which is some of me and some of him but it's not all of me and all of him it's really important that we understand that we are individual people separate from our relationship and we're coming together to share some aspects and and create the shared vision as you said and so i think for me what how how our relationship has evolved is really getting clear on all of those parts and knowing that in order for our relationship to be strong then it it is within my interest also to care how star is doing obviously and vice versa but also that i am not my relationship and neither is he and he is his own person with his own needs and 
you know, hopefully for a long time, we can share we can share that commitment together. So I think that has been a big help. Um, also, how I think we've evolved is we've done a lot of work yeah. on our relationship. So a lot. <laughs> I think uh, me being a coach, and I'm just totally passionate about personal development relationships. And now I'm, I'm also uh, very passionate about growth. Yes, that is really the crux of our relationship is growth. Yeah. Um, but in that, we do a lot of work, uh, you know, reading books, watching videos, uh, implementing implementing our check-ins our, uh, that we talked about. Like there's so many journaling. things that we do, journaling, yes, that yeah. we do that, that really helps us. I think the way I see it is when I help myself, our relationship gets stronger. A, good, a, a stronger version of Michael means a stronger relationship. And vice versa. Yeah. yeah, same with me. Yeah. And I think for me, what I've realized, um, what I said previously is uh, about my ego work. I think that has also contributed to a healthy relationship because when I work on myself and my uh, ego and you know being vulnerable, which is something I had to learn to do because for me, my culture, I equated vulnerability as weakness. You know, so it was uh, another path that I had to go on, on on the me aspect so I could contribute a healthy uh, lifestyle for the us part in our relationship. And I think uh, vulnerability, learning to be vulnerable was a big uh, step. Yeah, um, 100%. And, and you have made a lot of growth there, just like you, know, you said that I, you acknowledge my growth. I want to acknowledge yours. Thank you. Yeah, because I remember being very frustrated because I, I see, I guess, the drawback of my my work is when i see his i see his bullshit yeah. all the time and it drives me crazy because i don't want to coach him i want to be his partner yeah. right so it, it's hard for me seeing through your pride like seeing your pride and you're going to be like yeah. oh my god we're not going to get anywhere but you've done a really good job when he asked me are you okay mm-hmm. yeah i'm fine mm-hmm. <laughs> meanwhile i'm like this bitch is so not okay and like meanwhile if i'm not okay you will know about it yeah. real quick <laughs> i will tell you quickly i'm not okay and here's why yeah yeah so it's something i i, I appreciate that you, you uh, learn from you and i'm glad i did the work to get well there. we are still doing the work both yeah. of us right yeah. okay let's talk a little bit about our challenges okay okay let's get a little juicy here Ooh. What do you think has been our biggest challenge? Communication. <laughs> <laughs> no thinking necessary. No thinking needed. I think communication is um, something that we've we've had issues with in the past. A lot more issues, I think. Now it flares up ever so often. You would see that, you know, I wish we communicated better in certain circumstances. But yeah. I think that that's something that we've, we've had the most growth and we needed the most out in like most effort in i'm gonna put you on the spot but maybe I'll, I'll answer first but then while i mean i, I want to give you a chance to think about this okay. um what do you think specifically has helped with communication like is there anything in particular that you think has been really beneficial so while you think about that i'll answer as well. okay um so yes i would agree for us our biggest challenge has been communication uh like i said earlier learning how he needs he he would like me to speak to him and, and vice versa um Specifically in the element of conflict, um, of course, it's super easy to communicate when times are good. But when I'm angry, you know, for me, uh, if you guys aren't aware of attachment styles, um, it's definitely something to look into. Definitely, there's lots of content out there uh, about your attachment style. So when I'm in a conflict, what I tend to do is I want to withdraw because I sense their safety in being alone. 
So for me, what that might look like is if we're having an argument, I'll say, listen, I don't, I can't, I don't want to be part of this. I just want to leave. So I'll go for like a walk, kind of leave the house and say, I'm going to go for a walk. Peace out. I don't want to deal with this. Kind of like a runaway. And of course, I'm home stewing. I go, my gosh, he left. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about this argument. Yeah, very different. Very different. Very different. But I think what we've learned is when I, so I still have a need for um, getting away. And I, I can't I can't argue and I can't communicate when I'm in it. I, I, I personally am someone who needs to withdraw, gather my thoughts, gather my feelings, calm down. And then when I come back, I'm in a much better place to get to a resolution. That's personally how I do best with conflict, but that's not his. So what we've had to figure out is, okay, if I have that need for alone time and you have a need to fix it immediately <laughs> and the opposite of alone time, how do we do both? So what we've done is if I do end up going for a walk, I'll say, listen, here's the reason why I need to get out of here for moment uh you tell to, me how long yes and i tell you how long it's i'm going to be gone for you know 20 minutes half hour whatever i'm going to go for a walk here's what i'm doing and then i come back and even before you get there uh we have a code that we should we share our code okay you can tell them our code okay uh when we have an argument uh disagreement uh if that point where he is itching to run he tells me my tank my fuel tank is getting low and we know I know that that means, okay, he, he wants to end it quickly and have that space, that me time. Yeah. So I know, okay, it's not to be defensive or take it personally when he actually needs to go. I kind of wrap up my points <laughs> quickly in a little tiny bow and I uh, put a pin in it. Yes, that's it. We put a pin in it. And then, and then when I come back again, and for me, whereas before I would have just not said anything, walked out the door. And like leaving him like where where did he go how long is he gonna be what's happening it makes him worse now what i say is here's what's happening here's my need please honor my need it'll make things better for us in the future or in the long run right and what if what, what i've realized as well not that i want to admit it or anything oh i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> but that time that you do go i do take the time to process it ask myself what am I really making it mean? Like, how did I contribute to this argument or this disagreement? Like, could I have said anything differently to help the situation? And usually when he comes back, I'm much more able to, you know, say exactly what I want to, to say and mean what I mean, <laughs> instead of just being emotional mm. in the moment. Yes. Yeah. That, that high emotion in the moment. Yeah. It's not not always a good place to yeah. <laughs> to try to resolve a conflict from. Um, yeah, so to answer the question about what, what our challenges is, I think, is it is it like kind of meta to say how we handle conflict has been, I think in, initially our, our, our biggest challenge, yeah. but we, we're getting a lot better at it. Yeah, Because right? yeah. conflict happens, right? Like any relationship, anyone out there who's been in a relationship knows that conflict happens. It's a disagreement, two different people, right? Very different people sometimes. <laughs> um, but what I always say is that this conflict can bring us closer together if we so choose it. Yeah. And that's always my choice. Yeah. Not always in the moment, but when cooler heads prevail, I, I'm, I think, okay, this can bring us closer together. If we, if we, you know, play our cards right here, if we really learn from each other, if we mm -hmm. open up our hearts instead of shut it down or, or build walls, this could actually bring us closer. And that for me, I think has been the biggest challenge yet also the biggest growth.
Yes. And that's what I was going to say. It's like a, a lesson disguised for growth. Okay. And to answer your question earlier about uh, what specifically mm, yes. is helped in communication. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking um, our self-checking, check-ins. Yeah, I was thinking the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do them every Sunday, most Sundays. Sometimes we do forget. So it's okay, guys, if you slip here and there. <laughs> yeah, forgot. yeah. Um, but yeah, we do our check-ins, ask ourselves the tough questions sometimes. Even in the moment when you're, well, when me, because I'm mostly the one that takes a little bit to you know let shake shake my feathers off <laughs> yeah um but even in the moment of um of a debate or an argument and you are we have to do the check-ins i do it and after the check-ins i feel a lot better because i think we ask the questions that we wouldn't necessarily ask on a regular basis so if we have high emotions yeah I really like these because they give us an opportunity, like you said, to check in where normally we kind of take this for granted, like talking about what's going on in our internal world. Uh, we talk about what we've done for each other in the last week that made us feel seen, heard and appreciated from the other. Uh, we ask what can we do for each other in the coming week to make mm -hmm. us feel seen, heard and appreciated. Uh, we talk about, is there anything that's kind of like we're holding on to? Yeah that one of us did that we're still like we need to talk about or we need to un apologize apologize for, for yeah. or unload yeah uh, and then the last one is what are we doing to create our shared vision for the future yeah and these are five questions that we do and actually i need to give credit to craig cassie uh, i got these from him i don't know if he got them from someone else but uh, i learned them from craig so thank you craig what I've learned in those discussions, and we say this every Sunday, we say, oh, I'm so glad I did this. And it doesn't have to be long. Sometimes it's like 10 minutes, that's yeah. it. Um, but what I've learned is like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that I did that I didn't know either contributed to him feeling seen, heard, and appreciated, or did not contribute. And then once you know, I'm like, okay, well, now that I know that, okay, then I'll, I'll do I'll try to do better or I'll try to do that again if it's something positive. Right. And so it just gives you that really nice um, opportunity to check in with each other. And it's it's super, I would say it's even fun. Yeah. yeah. And it helps alleviate any sort of resentment as well. If you hold on to, you know, anything that your partner has done in the last week or so. Yeah. It gives you a space to... We have a rule as well. Oh, yes, we have a rule. We're only allowed to pick one thing. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is very accomplished, I would say, in, in you know, keeping tabs on... Um... Where are you going with this? <laughs> I, I, I'm just packing it right here. <laughs> I don't like to keep things... I don't like to keep things in. It's just yeah. not who I am. So I, I really do need to... Um, if there is anything that's weighing on me, I don't want to keep it for the next week. I want to yeah. I want to talk about it. Actually, I would say it's me. I'm the one who usually oh, yeah. would keep tabs on them. Yeah. Oops, sorry, guys. I shake it off. <laughs> I just threw myself under the bus. Yeah. I'm really good at shaking it off. You, yeah. you tend to keep things off. I, 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 um, yeah, I'll be the one to more keep it in. Which brings me to my do's and don'ts for communication. Let's go for it. Oh boy, I'll try. But you're the expert here, so stay me if I'm going wrong, okay? I'd say you're also an expert in this uh, now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Learn from the best. <laughs> I would say uh, one of the do's is do communicate with compassion mm. and clarity. Yeah. You know, like if you have to get a message across as to what uh, you want to say or how you feel about a situation, like try not to beat around the bush when you're saying it, 
just speak clearly and remember you're speaking to a person with feelings as well. So just speak with that love that you would have when you're in love with them. Mm-hmm. But that same love is speak clearly and, you know, give them, <laughs> not give them what you have in your mind, but you know, <laughs> give them what's in your heart. Yeah, not in your mind, but you, you could do so in a gentle yes. way, yes. right? Yes. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Uh, I would say a communication don't. Uh, defensiveness. Nothing will get you further away from each other than when you're defensive and uh, you're not willing to listen and be open. Uh, I think for me, that's been a huge area. Uh, when I <clears throat> initially get defensive, if I if I perceive that I'm being criticized, yeah. I will get defensive. And that, you know, he calls it justification, Michael. Justification, <laughs> Michael, wearing his ugly head again. <laughs> Yes, thank you, honey. Um, yes, we call him Justification Michael, and Justification Michael does not like to be wrong or does not like to be criticized. So when I can put that bitch away, which again, I, this is what I do when I'm on my little walks, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm calming down and I'm, I'm doing all the self-work. But anyway, when I can put that guy away and come to the table um, open to hearing what he has to say, not that I always agree with it, but at least opening to hearing his his whatever he's got to say then we can we can start going somewhere from there we can actually figure out okay now that i see where he's coming from interesting that's good to know it's good for me to know what his narrative is and then we can go from there whereas when i'm in defensive mode it's just it's not it's just gonna anger him more i'm gonna get more angry it's just not a good place to be so do whatever it takes to get yourself out of that defensiveness mode even if it means going for a little walk or or just kind of calming down for a little bit and I guess from your point, don't, what I've learned personally, especially in the beginning of our relationship, is don't speak from an emotional place. Meaning? Meaning take a breath. Like what you said, take, go yeah. for a walk. You need to go for a walk. I, in that moment, I just need to take a break and remind myself that Michael would like a certain type of communication mm-hmm. and... I offer that. I know that if I speak in a certain way with compassion, he hears it better, receives it better. Yeah. Instead of me in the beginning where I was very emotional and, you know, come on, you know, spicy. Yes, spicy. <laughs> he is spicy. So, you know, I would interject certain like little comments, you know, in between what I actually want to get across. And it just didn't serve us. It really didn't serve us. Okay, let's see how well he knows me. Okay, pop quiz. Tell me something that I like in communication. Authentic and clear. Yes, yes. I think um, you you like me to say what I want. Yes, oh my God. (laughs) For everyone out there, whoever talks to me, just tell me what you want. Yes. Just say it. Yeah. I won't won't be upset. (laughs) Like, just be clear for me. Clear communication is kind of communication. Even if it's even if it's not always kind, I can take it. I prefer clarity. I prefer getting your point across in as few words as possible. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway, yes. I like to paint a picture. I'm more the creative, uh, artsy, fartsy. (laughs) Create a whole big story, a novel, just for you to read the ending. Whereas with you, what I've learned is you like a gentle approach, like a slow, gentle. If I just say. If I just say it directly, it's it might, it might cause a little bit of you might perceive that as being rough around the edges, rough as you say. Edges, yeah. Yes. Uh, but so I've learned to soften my edges 
And yeah, so that's something I think we've learned about each other, which has helped. Speaking with compassion. Yeah. And we don't always get it right, guys. Let's talk about that. We don't always get it right. Uh, we do a lot of work on this. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we're here today. Um, I think it's it's part of it being in that relationship for growth. If you can be committed to the growth, then it allows you both to have a little bit of room to fuck it up and learn from, from that. Yeah. Okay. I have one more do. I have a lot of do's, but for the sake of this podcast length, let's just make it one more. Um, this is like coach Michael talking, but it really helps when we are having any kind of conflict. Uh, I know that there's a story going on in my brain about him and, and, vice, versa. and vice versa. He's yeah. having a story about me. So there's, you know, what, I want to get across and there's what he's perceiving I'm trying to say. So what has really helped us get clear on that is asking or telling the story I'm telling myself about you is, or the story I'm telling myself about this situation is, has been super helpful. Cause I mean, we just did this yesterday. Um, Because then when I'm like, Oh, that's how you're receiving this. Oh my gosh. That's not my intention at all. Uh, What I actually mean is, a, B, C, D. Yeah. It clears up the confusion so quickly. I think that is a, a great thing to say. So it's the story I'm telling myself about either this situation or this behavior or you is, and that then you can get clear on what your narrative is, what your story is, and then what is actually happening. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's really good. We have lots though. So if you're interested in more of these do's and don'ts on communication, uh, please reach out. Let me know. I have tons of these. I can help you guys out, uh, but I don't want to take over our entire podcast with that yeah. today. So do we have anything else? I had a, just a surprise question. Oh, maybe. a surprise question. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking uh, we've done this a year ago. Yes. It is a year yeah, since a year. our first yeah. podcast. Uh, where do you see us in a year from now? Hopefully at the exact same spot, because my friends, we are looking out at the ocean. Uh, we're in Mexico. It's March sometime, like it's snowing where we live in Toronto. So I would love more of this. I would love more travel. I would love to see us, um, yeah, more adventures, more travel. Um, yeah, I mean, really, uh, not, not too different than today. Good. Is that is that allowed? Yeah, so, <laughs> I think how, that's allowed. Okay, how about you? Uh, yeah, I I would say um, yeah, the same. Uh, more adventures. We learned probably more stories about how we've grown and evolved. You know, I would love to see how we've we've grown and evolved. Yeah, anyway. I think in in this past year, looking at me individually and you individually, like I've seen your growth and I've sensed my own growth as well so I think more of it's only it's, it's incredible to see what we will keep doing so I, I mean we talk about relationships as mirrors you at the beginning and even today triggered me in so many ways and that's what relationships do guys like it's it's really a good thing to listen to your triggers when it comes to other people even if you're not going to spend the rest of your lives with them that's fine even just some guy you're dating fine listen to those triggers within because that is where the work is within you and that is so powerful and all the work you do within is going to just help you for the next guy and the next guy or whoever's there yeah Uh, so so listen to those triggers you know star has reflected back to me so many things that i either didn't want to see in myself or just couldn't see in myself because i was living in an echo chamber of michael Uh, but when he started reflecting back to me 
I was able to be like, oh, oh shit, okay, well, I, I have some work to do around, you know, these few things. Right. And you've done the same for me. Like before I met you, I was on, on my own personal journey of self-development, self-growth. And, you know, I thought that, you know, I did my work and I'm ready for a relationship and I met him and I thought that, okay, I'm, I'm good enough, you know, but realizing just how much work I needed to do, things I didn't see yeah. or realize, you'd point out my blind spots. Yeah. You, you took my blinders off. Yeah. So who knows where we'd be in a year? Like I'm, I'm very excited to, to see. Yeah, <laughs> and it works both ways, right? Um, I'm curious, what is something before we met, what is some of the work that you're doing on yourself? Uh, so I've, I've, before I met you um, and what spun me into this whole self-development was actually a breakup that was very tough yeah Yeah, it's very hard for me and um I didn't realize how much of myself I didn't know you know I basic things as like what's my favorite cereal for years I've been purchasing cereal that my partner that then partners would like and I didn't know what I liked so I bought every single cereal on the shelf not at one point, you know, just every time you go visit, I tried everything, all of them, so I could narrow it down. And, you know, it's just those little key moments that you take for granted, you know. So I learned who I am and what I liked. And I would hope, I mean, I always tell you this all the time. I, I always say to him, like, don't people please me. Like, oh, yeah. just tell me what you want. Again, yeah. just tell me what you want. Yeah. And we'll deal with it. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's, I think that's really important work to do. Um, and I think for me, I would say I was single for what, two years, two years, which were great, two great years. Um, but I think <clears throat> the work I had to do before meeting you uh, was really learning to express what I want. So I, I told you guys at the beginning, that my previous relationship, I felt I had to be this, I had to be this perfect version of not perfect, but this version of me who was not authentically me, who my partner would then love. It's like, okay, I need to be this person for you, which is not, it's a very, it's a terrible place to, to be in a relationship because it doesn't feel aligned to, to who I really am. So what I learned was I just need to show up and be authentic and the right guy will, will, will say, yeah, I'll stick around for that. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the guy who stuck around. Hi. Other people were like, yeeks. Nope, not you. <laughs> Bye. And that's okay. Reject- yeah, that's my Rejection's my good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, yeah. You, you find your tribe eventually. So I, that my advice for people out there seeking a relationship, don't change who you are, yeah. know who you are, embrace who you are, and your tribe will follow. Tribe, are you going to have a relationship with lots of people? <laughs> no, I mean the people <laughs> yes, in your yes, life I that <laughs> would come to you, whether it's for relationship, romantic relationship or friendship, it doesn't matter, you know. People would, would come. Yes, they will. Uh, and I, I am very happy you mentioned that. So I think since I have the opportunity to have the closest person in my life on this podcast, which I have only done that one time, I think we have a very unique opportunity here for the audience, for you guys who listen to me each and every week. Um, Star, why don't you tell these people something that you know about me that maybe they don't, something that maybe might surprise the audience? Okay. Are you sure you want <laughs> to go there? Okay. Okay. I can handle it. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> everyone out there what you don't know about michael is that oh boy. when you're vacuuming he will walk where you already <laughs> vacuum 
into the dust and come back and just trips the dust oh, everywhere. <laughs> okay. 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 Being serious. That was one of point though. But yes, I do that. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> I'm not looking at where you're vacuuming, honey. I'm just walking around the house, okay? <laughs> you know, I think what is people might not know is your fun side, like how fun you mm, are. Yeah. Like our relationship is very I mean, it's it's a it's a cylinder of growth. Like it's a lot of work putting yeah. in there, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like we laugh a lot yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, we it's always funny. He's hilarious, <laughs> so we crack up a lot at home. I have a dark sense of humor. I think. Yeah, I and I a... think I have that too. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. why we crack each other up a yeah. lot. He's yeah, you are very funny. But I think if that's true. I think on this podcast, I don't get a chance to really show that side. So right. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. it is very true. We do have a lot more fun than maybe we're giving ourselves credit for talking yeah. about growth. Yeah, um, and, which I think for me, play is a really important part of of yeah. relationships. Um, as much as we value growth, we I <laughs> absolutely need to have that sense of play, yeah, yeah. Uh, adventure. Yes. I mean, here we are, right? Yeah, um, spontaneity. Exactly. I'm very spontaneous in nature. Yeah, because yeah. this trip was spontaneous. We were just on the couch, <laughs> looking at the snow. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, why? Why are we doing this? Like, yeah, <laughs> why? Yeah, open our laptops and here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. And what do you think? Uh, well, the audience, I guess, don't really know me, but uh, what is one trait that you believe that you admire about me? Just one? Yeah, just one. Just one? We don't want to be here all night, I you know. That's the <laughs> whole series. Um, one trait. Oh my gosh, I have to pick one. I would say you are probably the kindest person I've ever met. Um, and it, it really is something that I see, but I think a lot of people see that too. Like those of you who know Star are not going to be surprised that I said that because <laughs> it is probably one of the most obvious things about you for anyone that knows you. Right. Maybe too kind sometimes. Like... I think about other people too much sometimes mm -hmm. and it affects yes, you do. Yeah. my decision making yes. and yeah. There is a shadow side to that. Yeah. That yeah. where you where you where you betray your own needs right. for other people. And that's right. what I want to make sure you, you do. My my family would say, don't cut your nose off to spoil your face, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, another thing you've taught me uh is oh boy. <laughs> uh is that there's so many other ways of being intimate yeah like yes. intimacy is like such a broad yes. spectrum and it's not just the regular you know rather the male physical intimacy that we all know yeah there's so many other layers um and which kind of complements my demisexuality it's because uh if, for those out there who don't know what demisexual means is that i need an emotional connection in order to be uh intimate physically intimate uh so when we do uh, when you have moments like uh, eye gazing or you know just having a, a good dinner together, staring at each other and and you know candlelight dinner, we, which we do at home, yeah. you know, so it, it doesn't be it doesn't have to be a special occasion per se, but just any night could be a special night, you know, and that kind of speaks to my demisexualness and helps me build intimacy on all all, all other levels. Yeah. And what about you? I know you're a sapiosexual. Yes. So sapiosexual is someone who uh, is physically turned on and aroused by intelligence. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, 
there's a if for those of you who don't know what safe sexuality is please go to my instagram i did a whole post on it <laughs> willismo underscore coach okay uh, so for me when i see so star is building a business and when i see him working hard towards that business when i see that drive that ambition like i can see his brain gears turning seeing his brain gears turning turns my like genitals on <laughs> So it really arouses me to see a man that has that ambition to see you working hard. Um, I think that has been one of the greatest things that I've learned about you is like, you have this beautiful drive. And I think as, a, as an entrepreneur myself, Star has been very supportive of me and my own business from the beginning. And now that he has one as well, we have this kind of great dynamic where yeah. we can relate on, you know, all the usual couple things, but also we could talk to each other about like, our businesses and problem solving and like learning from each other, which I think has been, for me, it helps the connection. It's hashtag entrepreneurship, entrepreneur couple. Yes, entrepreneur couples. That's yeah. us. <laughs> uh, Star's building a business right now. Well, tell them about it. Uh, okay, I I guess a lot of you may not know, but um, I'm also a business consultant. So I'm building a business consultancy uh, business in Canada. Um, it's digital so even if you're not in Canada I can assist you with anything if you have a business idea just reach out to me and we can make it profitable he has helped me so much in my own business I will say that yeah, um, yeah it's, it's nice to have that outside opinion because obviously when you're in it for all the mm-hmm. entrepreneurs out there when you're in it you know you're not always the most objective right. and you're not always making the business decisions that are best for the business right. um, so yeah it helps to have that uh, you know objective person who knows his stuff and it helps to have someone with a great work ethic as you because you kind of drive me to uh, you know be ambitious as well seeing how passionate you are with your work and the joy and love that you put into your work like you're building a course like yeah. uh, for those I, I don't know if he said it yet but he's building a course i haven't told them yet <laughs> and it's really good so i i would say i'll look out for it um, but the, the love and the shared joy that you put into what you do mm-hmm. has really kind of sparked my, it always keeps the flame under my butt. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's the thing about the intimacy, right? So there's physical intimacy, uh, you know, intellectual intimacy, emotional intimacy, uh, and what's the last one? Oh, experiential intimacy, um, which I talk about a lot and we will get into that on future podcasts, but I think it's really fun with your partner to explore all these different kinds of intimacy because it just makes it like an adventure. Like how else can we, how, what's the question that I love to ask? How can I feel, how can I love you more today? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a great question. How can I love you more, more today? Uh, which is so fun. Like it just, brings up so many possibilities, right? Not, not that the love is not enough. It's not about that. It's just about what are all the different ways we can uh, demonstrate and experience love together, love and intimacy together. It's not always about sex, although sex is fucking great. And I will always advocate for sex, as well. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be about that. No, <laughs> it's a lot more. Okay, guys, I think that is all we've got for you today. Star, do you have any last words? I would say join us for another year. <laughs> Join us in another year. Join us in another year. Um, no, and if you have any questions or any comments, feel free to message Michael. Or you. <laughs> or me, yeah. yeah. Or me. I'll, put, I'll, I'll put our info in the show notes if you guys yeah. want to reach well, out. We'd love to hear from you Like, if you have any questions. Maybe we can do a, a jump on your Wellismo page and do some answer some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, happy to do that. Last time we had so many comments. So uh, yeah, please reach out. You can comment to us on YouTube. Or you can find us on Instagram. Like I said, I will put that in the show notes below. Uh, Anything else? I think that's it. 
Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Like, like Star said, maybe in one more year, we'll do another one of these. Um, this has been really fun. Yeah. I've actually enjoyed doing this. Yeah. Um, okay, so final words. Uh, if you guys did enjoy this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and give us a review. Uh, we will be reading out our reviews on our next episode, uh, which are, we will be talking more about relationships through the entire month of March. So please uh, join us for those. If you are not already in the Gay Men Going Deeper membership, please join us there. That is where you can take your personal development to the next level with Matt Callen and I. Uh, also, I want to say thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. And if you are interested in supporting our show, please join uh, our Patreon page. Uh, go there and support us. Everything that we get helps us build our community, um, which is a lot of important work we have here for gay men. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Be well. Bye.